Now, Russia's Merchant of Death international arms dealer Victor Bout has offered the former U.S. President Donald Trump to take up asylum in Russia. The series of messages by the Russian arms dealer were sent to the former president via telegram and showed to the press in Moscow. In his telegram message to Trump, Bout expresses concern over the former U.S. president's safety and offers him safe haven in Russia. Donald Trump. Прежде всего, я считаю, что его жизнь находится в опасности. И то, что тот судебный процесс, который начался в Нью-Йорке, он не закончится просто тем, что Дональда Трампа осудят и не допустят его на выборы. Скорее всего, он будет просто там уничтожен. Freed from a U.S. jail last year, Victor Bout was swapped for U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner in a high-profile prisoner exchange between Moscow and Washington in December. Bout even told Trump, who he has long admired, that he would find a safe haven from Russia. Trump can lead the fight for the American people. This also comes days after Trump became the first former or current U.S. president to be indicted on criminal charges by a jury for allegedly paying hush money to adult film star Stormy Daniels in return for his silence on a brief affair. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rich James Madison, and this is an interesting one. Now, oftentimes you hear Russia labeled as, uh, and now, like, don't get me wrong, my original stance on this whole Russia-Ukraine thing was in a conflict between two of the most corrupt planet, two of the most corrupt countries on the planet. The best you can hope for is a double knockout with as little civilian loss of life as possible. Then, you know, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, started funding Ukraine. America started sending, you know over a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine, Ukraine starts selling our weapons and shit to our enemies around the world. Very sketchy, very bad. And then China got involved with Russia on the other side. I'm just kinda sitting here like, damn. They both kinda sucked, but I'm at this point where just because of how much money my money's been sent over there and a few other, you know, very political reasons. Fuck Ukraine. Slava go fuck yourself. Now, on the other side of that, you'll also hear all the time that, well, Russia kills journalists. Well, Russia is terrible for political dissent. They're protecting Julian Assange. They're protecting Edward Snowden, allowing them to speak freely about both the Russian government and the U.S. government. They offered Andrew Breitbart safe haven. They offered John McAfee safe haven. And now, the merchant of death is basically begging Donald Trump to come to Russia for his safety and saying that the Joe Biden administration is planning to have Donald J. Trump killed. That is an interesting claim, folks. That being said, we're going to go right into this article here from the Daily Mail. And we have one more article to get into, just in case it has some more update information. Merchant of Death, Victor Bout, urges Trump to seek asylum in Russia because his life is in danger from government threats and the Stormy Daniels probe. <laughs> the Sermon Daniels probe's a big fucking nothing, quite frankly. The convicted arms dealer sent a telegram to Trump. Trump's on telegram, huh? Warning, he was in danger. He invited the former president to Russia where he would have protection. He cited the Manhattan DA's probe following Trump's arrest this week. This article is by Jeff Earley, deputy U.S. political editor for the Daily Mail. Former merch... Former... Bold claim. Kind of looks like McAfee's big brother, actually. Former Merchant of Death arms dealer Victor Bout has issued a bizarre warning to the former president, Donald Trump, saying his life is in danger. Bout, who is back in Russia 
thanks to a prisoner swap negotiated by Biden administration for a U.S. star, U.S. basketball star, it's a bit grandiose, Brittany Griner said, oh, by the way, just a heads up on this one. We have in-depth, uh, an in-depth episode all about that prisoner exchange and how it went down. If you want, it's available on all podcast platforms, including whatever set you're watching this on, but I'll leave a link to this episode in the description below. TLDR, we traded a like well-known, basically, the, you ever seen the movie War Games and Lord of War, like the Nick Cage movie? Those movies were entirely based upon Victor Bout. The Merchant of Death. He sold arms to everybody. Russia, Ukraine, America, Germany, just about anywhere. He even armed a bunch of citizens in different countries where firearms were illegal. Kind of a a, a Johnny Glockelseed, if you know what I'm talking about. Then we gave this guy to Russia in exchange for a drug-smuggling, completely worthless, gangly mulatto basketball player. Right. Now, I say the last part just because it's kind of funny to mention the mulatto aspect of it, just because, you know, it's fucking hilarious. But even further than that, no. I mean, no, absolutely not. Why the fuck would that be a good trade? What kind of trade offer is this? We give you single-handedly the largest international gun dealer and arms trader. In exchange, you give us pothead lesbian basketball player. Who sounds very masculine. I guess Brittany Griner is a biological female, but my god, does that bitch sound masculine. But, alright. That's essentially the TLDR. And I didn't care that much, to be completely honest. I was saying, look, I'm from the fucking greater Detroit area, bro. Maybe we can trade some more criminals for some more Russians. I mean, the Red Wings usually do okay, and those guys are all, like, Russian and Polish. I'm sure we got a couple arms dealers. We could trade Russia for some, like, football players, some baseball players. You know, we'd get some good teams going. But no. Former Merchant of Death arms dealer Victor Bout has issued a bizarre warning for President Donald Trump. His life is in danger. Bout, who is back in Russia thanks to a prisoner swap, U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner, said he sent a telegram to Trump with the warning following the former president's arrest and arraignment in Manhattan this week. First and foremost, I consider that his life is in danger, and the legal process which has now begun in New York won't end in Donald Trump being convicted and barred from election. Most likely, he will simply be eliminated there, he said. Like I said, people in like Trump's position, regardless of on your left or right, like if Bernie Sanders was suddenly being arrested and charged for a bunch of shit, I'd be like, they're going to murder Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is going to get McAfee'd. Bernie Sanders is going to get Epstein. Like, if you're a political elite or around political elite, and you go to prison, it's not good for you. Now, I will say this. A lot of the people in Trump's circle who went to prison got out Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, so on and so forth. Like, like these people all got out pretty, pretty dosy doe but Donnie was never in control of the FBI, so I don't know how the fuck they got out. Furthermore, you know, you got, like, different people. Like, we all were sitting here waiting for Robert Sussman, you know, not to walk out of that prison, but he did. So there are, you know, there are gaps uh, gaps and exceptions to this rule. But people like Trump? No. They'd kill him. They would kill him. And I was saying this already, like, I'm kind of waiting for, for Kanye to get whacked. But, you know, Kanye saw 21 Jump Street, so the Jews will, will no longer harm him. He has redeemed himself. 
wish we knew where the video was. Anyway, Bout, who served 14 years in prison in the U.S. before his release in the swap, got at least one thing wrong about the U.S. legal system. Trump, even convicted of filing false business records related to the Stormy Daniels payoff, would not be barred for running for president. Again, McAfee ran for president. He didn't provide further evidence that Trump would be eliminated. Quote, you will be welcome in Russia. You will have safe haven, he wrote, according to the documents he shared. Even He even adopted some of Trump's own language, referring to the evil swamp, quote, uh, in referring to an evil swamp that had taken over Bout. Who has, who has played uh, who was played by actor Nicolas Cage in Lord of War. Lord of War, that's what it was. Made the claim on Russian state television as Newsweek reported at the time of high tensions with Washington, D.C. Bout made the unusual offer to invite Trump to Russia. Trump was invited by former special uh, counsel Robert Mueller for his and his campaign uh, Russian ties. What? Was in, uh, Trump was investigated. My apologies. Trump was investigated by former special counsel Robert Mueller for his ties to his campaign's uh, Russian ties. Yeah, and then you know what we found out from all that? We found out that Hillary Clinton benefited from fucking Russia involvement in the 2015, 2016 elections, 2016 elections. So, Daily, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, baby, baby, come here. $400 million of taxpayer funds were used to do a three-and-a-half-year investigation that found out that Russia had nothing to do with Donald Trump's election and played no role in helping, but found out that we actually spent a lot of money just to find out that Donald Trump was actually being worked against by the Russians and the Russians were working for Hillary. Furthermore, can we just sit back and kind of admire that we've been soft-core fed fear of Russia our whole lives? I mean, Cold War ended... Right before my time even started. Yet, Obama was talking about, we might have to invade Russia if Russia moves on Ukraine. Uh, Russia does move on Ukraine. Obama goes, well, fuck. Called me on that one. And then Hillary, all 2014 to 2015, was talking about, oh, Russia. Ugh, the Kremlin. Ugh, war. Ugh. And it's like, what? Why don't you talk about the... Everyone's wondering, why don't you talk about the problems at hand? Who gives a fuck about the Ruskies right now? But then, right at the clock of 2016, for the next... From 2016 to now, it was nonstop. Russia is stealing our elections. Russia owns the presidency. Russia is under your bed. It was just this weird just fear-mongering. If you weren't hearing about the Middle East, you were hearing about Russia. And for what, three and a half years there from, like, 2017 to 2020-ish? They didn't do anything. They kind of just sat there quietly with a thumb up their ass. It's kind of where I like them to stay. So I have to, I don't know. For his and, for Trump and his campaign ties to Russia, what ties? They were never found. They were never fucking located. So let's just do a quick little line here. Special Councilman John Durham's indictment have turned any number of narratives on their heads, including the question of which president 2016 presidential campaign was in bed with Russian. It wasn't Donald Trump's. For five years, this is the Washington, or this is the Wall Street Journal. Alright, go ahead. Try to slap the pro-Trump label on this fucking outlet. I'll laugh at you. <clears throat> For five years, that's been the storyline. The original claim was that Russia had 
cultivated Mr. Trump as an asset and held blackmail evidence over his head when those over-the-top accusations fell apart. Democrats shifted to arguing Mr. Trump and his associates had secretly colluded with the Kremlin to win the election. The press strove mightily to unearth nefarious Trump campaign contracts with Russia, though it came up with little substance. Contrast this to the many uh, Russians routinely interacting with the the Hillary Clinton campaign uh, contractors and surrogates. As documented by Mr. Durham's latest indictment, only one of them is def- is the defendant, Igor Danchenko, the Russian national who turned out to have been the primary source for the Steele dossier and who Mr. Durham now charges with lying to the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Think on that. The Clinton campaign ultimately paid Russia to gin up the core allegations against Mr. Trump The means by which that money flowed are convoluted. Though the indictment makes the connections, it notes Clinton campaign paid its law firm, which paid the opposition research firm Fusion GPS, which paid Christopher Steele, who, quote, retained Unchenko as a contractor, whether or not Ms. Clinton was aware of any of this. There is no question that her campaign got Russian assists. Mr. Dunchenko, meanwhile, got a lot of his information from another Russian, including Russian subsource, who, the indictment notes, was a supporter of Miss Clinton. The uh, subsource, at this point, asked Clinton's surrogate to tell her, quote, please, Clinton has a big, uh, her please, she has a big fan in Russia, uh, bracketed text in original, and in an email, to Russian associates lay out her hopes for the job in a Clinton administration State Department. Uh, oh yeah, help my campaign get a job, Ruski. Tell me again that the left hates Russia. Clinton administration State Department again. Oh, this Russian national would have been in the State Department. Don't you love that? It's her turn, guys. Clinton surrogate public relations executive director. Or, uh, oh, got ahead of myself here. The Department of Justice. Again, more Russians providing information that fueled the FBI investigation of Ms. Clinton's opponent. Mr. Donchenko also obtained a dossier, a dossier dirt from a Clinton surrogate, public relations executive Charles Dolan. The indictment delves into Mr. Dolan's own deep ex, uh, extensive ties with Russian government. It notes he, quote, spent much of his career with a focus on Russian on Russia that included helping handle from 2006 to 2014 global relations for the Russian government. The indictment also lays out Mr. Dolan's frequent interactions with senior Russians in the lead-up to the 2016 election as part of a planned October conference in Moscow. Mr. Dolan attended at least three meetings at the Russian embassy in Washington, D.C., and communicated with Russian embassy staff, including Russian Ambassador 1 and Russian Ambassador Diplomat 2. He also communicated with press secretary and uh, deputy press secretary in the Kremlin. The indictment even includes Mr. Dolan's suspicions that Mr. Donchenko's background in June 2016 email to an acquaintance. He writes, quote, he is too young for the KGB, but I think he works for the FSB, the KGB's post-communist successor. Since he told me he spent two years in Iran when I first met him, 
He knew more about he knew more about me than I did. Winking emoticon. And I will leave this article in the description below. There's a lot more here, but let's just hop over here to the expedited version of this article, shall we? God damn. CIA told Obama of claim Hillary Clinton conject, uh, conjured Trump-Russia scandal, spy chief. Article by Steve Nelson, New York Post, September 29th, 2020. Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe ugh, on Tuesday revealed a bombshell allegation that Hillary Clinton ordered, quote, a campaign plan to stir up a scandal by linking President Trump to Russia in 2016 and that then-President Barack Obama knew about her possible role. Radcliffe disclosed the information in a letter pushed by Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, just hours before Trump debates Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden, who was vice president at the time. Clinton alleged, Clinton's alleged July 2016 plot would tar Trump by, quote, uh, tying him to Russia President Vladimir Putin and the Russians, hacking of Democrat National Committee, Ratcliffe wrote Graham, the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now, mind you, we already have established that Hillary Clinton was promising various Russian nationals jobs in the federal government in exchange for large chunks of campaign funds and election interference. Keep that in mind. It's worth noting. It's worth putting up there in the gray matter, you know? Handwritten notes... But handwritten notes by then CIA director John Burnin, who is now is now a fiery anti-Trump commentator, comfy CNN job, says that Brennan briefed Obama on quote alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on July 26, 2016, of a proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump, stirring up a scandal claiming interference by Russian security services. The FBI opened its investigation of possible Trump-Russian collusion on July 31st, 2016, five days after Clinton allege allegedly hatched the plan. Uh, premised on Trump campaign advisor George Papanopoulos, Papalopoulos, allegedly telling an Australian diplomat that Russian had damaging information on the Clinton on Clinton the 2016 Democratic nominee. It is unclear when Obama was briefed or if Biden was informed. It is also unclear which foreign policy aide allegedly proposed the idea two months before the 2016 election. Ratcliffe wrote that the U.S. intelligence officials uh, forwarded an investigative refer uh, referral to the FBI Director James Cohen. Blah. His daughter is also the reason why we don't have any Epstein footage. Fun fact. And Deputy Assistant Director... Uh, counterintelligence Peter Stork strokes regarding Clinton approval of the plan uh, concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering the U.S. elections as it means as a means of, distra of uh, distracting the pub uh, distracting the public from her use of private email servers again. Very Russian involved on her end as well. Social counsel Robert Mueller's investigation of possible Trump-Russia collusion concluded last year without evidence of a criminal conspiracy involving the campaign, uh, the Trump campaign and Russia. Trump often bitterly remarks that it was a major distraction during his first term and calls it a, why is it in quotations? It was a hoax. You've just said it yourself. Nothing was found of it and we know for certain that Hillary was paying various people to falsify documents. The only reason I went through any of this, and these full articles will be in the description below, is just to look at this part right here.
where it talks about, in quotations, Trump and Russia's collusion, to say, go fuck yourself. Find it. It doesn't exist. Please find it. I'll wait eagerly for you. Furthermore, further fucking more on that front, my man. They got their investigation. See, that's the one thing that drives me crazy about this story, right? In 2016, the Democrats got their bullshit investigation at the cost of 400 thousand or like 400 million dollars of the taxpayer funds they got a three and a half year witch hunt of donald trump and russian collusion that never came out of it but we did find out that hillary clinton benefited from it we found out that hillary clinton received a lot of money from russia and was holding quid pro quos and promising to withhold and also promising to reward good behavior if it helped her so go fuck yourself we couldn't get a 2020 election but they got a 2016 election it's so weird that we were so comfortable to allow them to have their investigation, but they're not comfortable to let us have ours. It's very interesting, is it not? Bout made the unusual offer to invite Trump to Russia. We're back to the original article. Trump was investigated by former special counsel John Ro- or Robert Mueller for his campaign, his campaign's Russia ties that didn't exist. Trump continued to uh, inveigh against the. Pr- uh, Invade, okay, against the probe he calls Russia, 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 including after his arrest in New York this week. Bout claimed Trump would be barred from the election, which is not the cause under U.S. law. He said Trump should come to Russia where he could be, where he could get security and protection and lead an uprising against the globalists. I mean, so far so based. You love to fucking hear it. I'm all for an uprising against the globalists. And I don't exactly know if this guy actually means anything that he's saying right now. Now, I said I made a prediction at the end of 2020 that Trump would probably get assassinated leading into, you know, before the, he got a chance to run for 2024, and it hasn't happened. Do I, I would not write off the Joe Biden administration plotting some sort of Kennedy-esque whacking of, you know obvious can, uh, presidential candidate of this of this conversation right now. I wouldn't put it past them. I, I totally wouldn't put it past them. Joe Biden is a return to old D.C. Old D.C. kills its opposition. So this man could easily, just as much as I'm saying he may be just spitting bullshit, he could also be spitting facts. It's not fully worth dismissing. It's just what is his end goal here? Oh, and that's what he's holding Right here. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, CO Mar-a-Lago Club, Boulevard, Palm Beach, Florida. Dear Mr. Trump, Mr. Donald Trump, I believe your life is in peril because during your term in the White House, you had tried to save America, tried to save the American people from a genocidal globalist cabal to protect the family and prevent the globalist conflict, conflicts which uh, destabilize the world. Now, this evil swamp is destroying the last foundations of the American Republic. In fact, turning it into a full-blown anarcho-tyranny. Uh, anarcho-tyranny. The future of humanity and life is at stake. The Biden administration will not just stand by dragging, uh, dragging you through the court-prison-industrial complex. They would sooner end your life than let you stand in their way. You will be welcome in Russia. You will have safe haven and from here, you can lead the fight for the American people, the rebellion against globalists. 
and for a bright future of the planet. Sincerely yours, Victor Bout, Le Pierre, 9 Moscow. Dude, you kind of sell guns to the entire world and stir up war and arm insurrectionists, like actual insurrectionists all around the planet. Now, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't mind a good country destabilization as long as it's not my country. And I agree. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like he didn't just say a bunch of really good, honestly, super-based shit. No, that is all like on the fucking money right now, actually. I completely agree with everything in that document. Now, do I think Trump would be safe in Russia? Not fully. I don't fully think that. And also, if Trump went to Russia, people would immediately say, oh, look at him fleeing indictment. We knew he was a Russian asset, blah, 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 blah. It would neuter Trump's chances to get reelected, I think. But I also don't think he's wrong. I fully believe that there is some deep state plan to completely remove and destroy Donald Trump from the presidency. And possibly, you know... And his server in Minecraft. But, I just also, it's like, on the other hand, I don't trust this motherfucker either. Now, I also don't have any specific problem with Victor Bout either. If there's a market, and there's an industry, and there's a customer, and you have the supply, baby, make that money. Quote, you will be welcome in Russia, the convicted arms dealer told to Trump. Davin Braggs details Trump's, uh, you know what? See if there's any more to read, and then maybe we'll get into... Yep, there's some more to read. Uh, Bout said, Therefore, I think it is in the best interest of all of humanity, and primarily all of the American people, to invite Donald Trump here to Russia to give him security and protection here so that he leads this uprising against the globalists and, most importantly, does not allow the elimination of the American people. And, yeah, I mean, the World Economic Forum is, quite frankly, a bigger threat to the world than China is, from where I'm sitting. Those are the globalists you need to worry about. China's destabilized. Their economy is constantly collapsing. Their bulk of their population is in the 60s and 90s population. They're dying from, you know, a virus that China totally had nothing to do with, guys, right? And they've also driven a good chunk of their population insane by having them locked inside their apartments and well inside their houses. They've murdered tons of, like, the youth in their country. China's not really a threat. They're a paper dragon that's on fire. Now, the World Economic Forum and the global homos like Klaus Schwab, yeah, those are the real fucking problem here. And Victor Bout's absolutely spitting facts here. I just have a really bad feeling about him. And it's not because he's Russian. It's not anything to do with, like I said, I don't have any specific problem with him. But I just don't trust it. There's something weird there, too. Um, Donald Trump here to give him security protection. Uh, uprising against the globalist and, most importantly, does not allow the elimination of the American people. I mean, Russia did try for many years to be an ally to the U.S. And we told them to fuck up, so we need a straw man. The news came out on the day, on the on a day that Wall Street Journal reporter Evan uh, Grushvich was formally charged with espionage in Moscow. The former, uh, the paper and the U.S. official have said empathetically, uh, emphatically, that the charges are false. It comes uh, amid Russia's fury at the U.S., which has provided billions of military support for Ukraine after Russia invaded its neighbor last year. Yeah, we have no business funding any of this shit. National Security Spokesperson John Kirby bleh, called it's an inexhaustible. It's inexhaustible that Russia would not uh, allow uh, counselor access. 
It is reportedly being held in a notorious prison where dissidents and others have been held since the Stalin era. Trump blasted the, sw- uh, blasted the swamp that fed, that freed about last year, calling it stupid. What kind of a deal is it to, is it, sorry, ah, what kind of a deal is it to swap Brittany Griner, a basketball player who openly hates our country, for the man known as the Merchant of Death, Trump wrote through social. And also, it's like, bitch, you kneel for the national anthem. You hate America. You're pro-Marxism. Gulag for you, right? Like, Fine, you get everything you ever wanted. Enjoy. He may have been referring to her calls to stop playing the national anthem before games to protest the killings of George Floyd. George Fentanyl Floyd killed himself with a fentanyl overdose and other African Americans by police amid nationwide pro- riots, you mean? Uh... And that's the end of this article. Now let's look at the first couple comments. Ellie in Ohio. The chickens are coming home to roost, as they say. Golden-haired lion. In general, if you think about it, the selection of terminology in British newspaper is quite interesting to research. For example, a person elected by direct secret ballot to the post of president is a democratically elected leader in any country in the world. In Russia, such a person elected by a direct secret ballot is a despot. Fair, fair call out. And dictator. Ironically, the main criticism of Putin by Russians is that he is too soft-hearted, too meek. Yeah, as a dove and not tough enough. But the West tries to uh, indoctrinate the Russians that Putin is a despot. I'm speechless. Fucking on the money, really, there. It is totally incomprehensible, and this is by Golden Hair Lion again, it is totally incomprehensible to me why any country of the world, for example, in the U.S., a man who sells arms is a businessman and a gentleman, while a while Russian bout who does the exact same thing is a merchant of death. Exactly. I have no specific problem with him. He sells guns. I want people to have guns. So I'm all for what he does. I just have a weird suspicion that there's something more going on here that I'm just kind of weirded out about. That being said, I'm going to wrap this episode up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. All articles used will be in the description below. And until next time, I've been James Madison, and I'll catch y'all later. Deuce.